Bidzy Small Business Society number 170. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Beresoff. We talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners about what it takes to succeed as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Welcome and thanks for listening to this episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today I am chatting with Justin Esgar. Justin is a successful entrepreneur, powerful speaker, and author of the book, Apitalize on Your Idea. He started a successful computer consulting firm. He's released a premier app that's sold over a quarter million copies. He helps people find good food on the go and much, much more. Is there anything this guy can't do? Justin is an ambassador for entrepreneurialism and does his best to help people build better businesses. Welcome, Justin. Can you first tell us more about yourself than about what projects you're working on today? Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you covered a lot of it. So I have my Apple consulting agency in Manhattan called Virtual Computers. We take care of small to medium businesses, handling all sorts of IT solutions for them, uh, as long as it's Apple related. Uh, I do have Autree Software Development, which is the premier app sign my pad you mentioned, NYC Truck Food and Email Phoenix. Uh, I run the uh, Apitalize on Your Idea concept entrepreneur group where we have the book and I help people build their ideas and make their companies come to life. And most recent is the ACES conference, which is a conference for IT professionals, but we talk about the business side of IT consulting as opposed to the technical side. And we just had our second conference in May of this year. Awesome. Now, you've got many businesses in several different fields, but a lot of your message, Justin, and a lot of your purpose seems to revolve around inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Those are the people that we're talking to today. Tell us what was happening around you that you really saw as an opportunity to launch a business and a brand that helps other people with their businesses and their brands. So uh, the, the Apitalize on Your Idea concept really stemmed from how I started my software development company. So in 2000 and 10, I didn't, I didn't know how to code. I mean, I still don't know how to code, but, <laughs> and I saw the iPad being a tool that could really come about. And I already had my software, I already had my uh, consulting company and I had these work tickets, these paperwork tickets that I'd bring to clients. And I had a one bedroom apartment in Manhattan. So it's about the size of a closet. And <laughs> I, I was stacking these papers because my clients would sign a piece of paper and I'd have to hold on to it. 
So I was using the uh, iPad 1. This is how long ago. iPad 1 in the bathroom because that's, well, be honest, that's where you use them. And I was playing with this drawing program, and I realized I could draw my signature on it. In doing that, I was like, why can't I take my work tickets and put it on the iPad? And that is what stems SimiPad. Now, not having coded or learned how to code, I like learned about outsourcing and I learned about all these different things. And that's what the Apitalize on Your Idea concept came about from, teaching people how to get their products made using whatever resources that are out there, outsourcing, legal, WordPress, doing all these things. And the book is a very – it's like an instruction manual. It's short because it's not fluffy – um, you know, content. It's, yeah, it's, it's just that actionable blueprint, right? Yeah, it's do this, then do this, and then do this. Like the only fluffy part in there is like how to come up with an idea because I can't give you one, but everything else is pretty much standard. Yeah, Justin, we'll be sure to link the book up in your show notes page. Now, you're enjoying some success, but it likely wasn't always that way. I want you to take us back to your biggest challenge in business or otherwise, man. But what sticks out in your mind as your biggest challenge? And we're looking for some actionable steps that you took to really embrace and overcome that challenge. Um, so, yeah. So your podcast is the first one I've done in a very long time. And, and the re there's a reason for that. And the reason is last October I was, I was diagnosed with clinical depression and I'm fine with talking about it now. It's been about a, it's been almost a year and it was a lot of, you know, talking it out and, and finding the right medicine because clinical depression is something that affects a lot of people. And, and so many people don't realize how to take care of it because at least in my case, it wasn't something that affected me that causes it. It's a chemical issue. It's a physical issue that can't be rectified. And being depressed, I always looked at all my businesses and thought I was failing and, and I was taking it personally, despite the fact that like, on a higher level consciousness, I knew that if something failed, it wasn't on me personally. You know, If I didn't sell a thousand copies of Sign My Pad that one day, that wasn't my fault personally. I'm still a good person. It was... You know, it just didn't happen. And these things kind of started to weigh me down. And uh, over the course of the year, you know, I took a couple of uh, genetic tests to find out which medicines would be perfect for me. I found someone who I can trust, who I can speak to professionally. And it's really kind of turned me around. And I'm happy to report that I'm a lot better now. And, you know, the people who are around me who care for me have seen that and, and, and recognize that. And they help lift me up so that way I can be the best I can be at whatever it is I'm doing. Awesome. Yeah, surrounding yourself with a good team, I think, is what you're saying. And, Justin, I think you're really speaking to uh, the idea that if you're not bringing your A game, obviously you're, you're doing a disservice to yourself, but you're doing a disservice to those around you and the world in general. Now, get get deeper into this, into some more detail. Talk to those people that may be walking around with those s similar problems that you had. And what they might do today, right now, to sort of get that stuff rectified and identified. So the the first step to overcoming any problem, and this is from like the Alcoholics Anonymous twelve step, which I'm not in, don't. <laughs> but it's the first step to overcoming any problem is admitting it to yourself, right? So for a long time prior to being diagnosed, I didn't want to accept the fact that there was something wrong, and as soon as I did, things turned around. If you're working on a project and you're stuck and it's really beating you up, you have to take a step back and look at it as a whole and say, like, why am I 
being this way or what is causing this feeling or it or issue it's 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 very hard as entrepreneurs because every project we work on we treat as our own child and now having an 18 month old i know exactly what that feels like it's one of those things where like you don't you know you want to baby your project you want to make sure that it's right you want to make sure it's good and it, and it's cared for and it grows and it does all these things um and especially with the with so much content coming at us online between some of the big named you know uh, entrepreneurs that we all know that are like, you could do it, you could do it. Like these are those things that like it kind of it, it all hits you at the same time. But what you need to do is you need to slow it down. You need to look at it. You need to say, okay, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I think is wrong. Let me deal with this first so that way everything else can happen. And it's not necessarily about always bringing your A game. It's always about making sure that whatever the game is that you're playing, that you're doing it so that way you're happy at the end of the day. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, man. In our businesses, I think we put so much of our energy, so much of our brain power, so much of our emotion into it, and we just really take it personally when people don't necessarily buy from us or they're not exactly picking up what we're laying down. And man, I really appreciate you sharing something so personal, lots of parallels there that we can obviously apply to our businesses, Justin. So I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Now, what rewards do you take away from entrepreneurship? Why is it so great to be Justin Esker? You know, there was this Heineken commercial a couple of years back that said you're one in a million, which means there's a thousand of you in China. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know how great it is to be me if there's a thousand of me in China. Uh, I was thinking about that. Um, no, you know what it is? This, this is what I like. I, I love helping other businesses succeed. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love helping my own business succeed. And I love seeing virtual computers and ACES take off and, and all these things. But like, I really... Ever since I was younger, I've always liked helping other people in that in, in in certain respects. And and when I help a company get past a hurdle or 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 sell their first item online or whatever it is, like that really that really gets me going. And that and, that, and that's such an awesome feeling because maybe it's not my product that I birthed into the world, but like I had a small piece to do with it. And Again, it's another one of those things where like you kind of consider it your baby and you want to coddle it, make sure it grows. So I really like seeing that that aspect of things. I've always been an entrepreneur at heart ever since I was a child. And um, I've always liked that aspect of it, seeing things grow that I've been able to get like I've been able to touch. Yep, absolutely. And a lot of that message is in your book, Capitalize on Your Idea, Justin. What are a few uh, what are a few of the other main points in your book? Uh, so, once you have your idea, which is the shortest chapter but also the hardest one, everything else is pretty much step by step. Now, Capitalize on Your Idea talks about how to build an app, but you can the parallels to building anything else are there. You don't have to use the book to build an app. You can build a widget. You can build a whatever. Um, I've used the same steps in Capitalize on Your Idea to build a magnetic stylus when we used to sell those for us on my pad back in the day. So those steps there. Number one is make sure you have a lawyer. Um, I'm, I'm a big proponent of, of not getting beat up in, in contracts. And the other thing is, you know, you're gonna have. I, I talk about this a little bit, but you know they always talk about you got to hustle. You got to hustle. You have to hustle, but you have to hustle in such a way where you're not killing yourself. You still have time with your family, and you need to know what your end goal is, right? Like 
if you're going to sell, if you're going to make a product, everyone's end goal is to like get out and make a million dollars. That's not a, that's not a real end goal. So if your end goal is to make a product or make an app or make a thing and you want it out there, like know how you want it to be perceived. That's your end goal and build with it. And don't be afraid to fail. We've lost, I've lost $80,000 on a product with Autrieve that bombed because I missed the market. Um, but you can't let that stop you. You have to keep going. Yeah, that's an expensive lesson to learn, it sounds like, right? Mm-hmm. My wife wasn't too happy. <laughs> now, you've created many successful businesses here, a successful book launch. Now, I want to talk about what's been most effective in really engaging with and growing your audience or your client base. Now, help the aspiring entrepreneur understand some things about gaining some traction in what seems like a really crowded and noisy marketing and social media landscape, Justin. Well, being on your podcast helps, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> well, let's, let's do it in reverse for a second. So I mean, we were talking about this earlier, but ha- tell me about how you found me. Yep. So I found you on a podcast. Yeah. Right. So in this case, I was on one podcast, and that person got me from another podcast or from a TV show or, and, and so on and so forth. So it's one of those things where a lot of it is a snowball effect because – if you're getting out there and you're talking to people and people are starting to recognize your name, you'll start going on and on. I mean, I know you've mentioned in your podcast, uh, Peter Shankman, for example, right? Everybody knows Peter Shankman. I know Peter Shankman. I used to do TV with Peter Shankman, actually. And he was our keynote speaker at ACES conference last year because I did TV with him and I met him. So it's one of those things where if you're going to want people to find you, you need to find not the people, but you need to find the ways to get out there. You need to be able to say to yourself, I'm going to let myself be out there. I'm going to, I'm going to write content or I'm going to go apply and try to get on these podcasts or I'm going to get a PR person and I'm going to be on TV or all these things. And then everything else kind of trickles in. You know, It's all about expanding your funnel. For virtual computers, we have a very small funnel. We're an Apple consultant. So if you need help with your Mac, you go to the consultant's website and you find us in New York City. It's very hard to find new clients other than that route. For Appitalize, for on the other hand, you know, you write one good blog post and everyone's going to be hitting your website because that's something that people need. And, and then that will bring traction and that will bring you more invites to being on shows such as Bidzy. Yep, absolutely. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, Peter Shankman was appeared on our show back on episode number five. And again, I uh, heard your episode on John Lee Dumas's uh, EO Fire back on his episode number 970. Yeah, it really seems like there's this interconnectedness here, right, Justin? Yeah, no, totally. And and that's the thing. It's not hard to get... People think it's like an inner circle, but it's not. It's, it, it's not that hard to get in. Sure, there's going to be those people that we all think are like the higher level, like the Gary Vaynerchuks and the Tim Ferrisses and whatever it is, and they have their angles. But there's no reason why anyone else who's going to be an entrepreneur has to either try to play at their level or even be in their game. I, I sell apps, right? Or I sell consulting or I sell uh, this conference... Guy Vaynerchuk or Tim Ferriss doesn't do that, right? Ferriss talks about being healthy and trying all these drugs and going out and cooking or whatever it is. That's not my game, but we're still entrepreneurs and we're still playing the same game overall, but with just different rules. Matt, Justin, thanks for bringing this thing down to earth for us, man. Really appreciate that. Now, yeah. in, in your opinion, what will be the dominant social media platform in, say, the next 12 to 24 months and why? Oh, um,. You know, I, that's a hard question because you can only answer that based on where your audience is, right? I don't think necessarily 
Twitter is more dominant than Snapchat or Instagram or whatever it is. But I know where my audience is. So what dominates for me is where my audience is. My audience for ACES Conference, which is IT professionals that who run businesses, um, they're not on Snapchat, right? So that's not going to be the dominant for me. Uh, they are, however, on Twitter. So I'm going to be on Twitter where, where they are. So I don't think necessarily there's going to be one dominating one that will like rule – You know, this, it's not going to be one ring to rule them all. It's going to be – it's going to be wherever your audience is. Yep, awesome. Great advice there. Now, we mentioned a few names already, but are there any other influencers that you follow online or otherwise for your own motivation and inspiration, Justin? Um, yeah, totally. You know, and they're all big name people. It's not like I'm 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 following like some weird, you know, no names. We're talking about like Steve Jobs and Elon Musk. Actually, my my son's middle name is Elon Partially named after Elon Musk, but also E L A N in Hebrew means tree, uh, grounded tree. So my, my wife went with it. Everyone's going to have their own person they want to look up to, right? When I was younger and I really wanted to get into computers, Bill Gates and Steve Jobs were like the mecca. And now that I'm into entrepreneurship and I'm, I'm building all these businesses, people like yourself and people like Vaynerchuk or Ferris or Shankman are those those upper echelon people or Richard Branson, for example, those people are people to look up to for ideas, but not people to emulate. You don't want to be them, right? No, no one could be as good as Gary Vaynerchuk except for Gary Vaynerchuk, but no one can be as good as Justin Escar except for Justin Escar. Great advice, man. I don't know if I can be lumped into that level of performance, but I appreciate it anyway. Thanks. (laughs) Now I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to be jumping around here towards the end a little bit here. I want to ask, do you love to win or hate to lose and why? I love to win because when I lose, having gone through all this stuff that I've gone through over the last year, it kind of sets me back a little bit. So instead of losing, I try to keep that as a status quo and everything else just be a win. Um, and you got to really look for all those wins, whether it's you sold. Uh, Aces, Aces Conference 2017 is not until next May, right? It's too early to for people to be buying tickets. I understand that. But we sold one ticket last week. That's a win. I'm going to take it. I'm not going to take it as nobody bought tickets this week. It's way too early. So you have to. I think you have to look for the wins. Awesome. Give our listeners something actionable. What are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day? Um, other than crying. <laughs> <laughs> Get it all out, man. <laughs> Get it all out. Yeah. Um, no, you know what it is? I really, I, I really like spending time with my kid. One of the things that I, I try to do as much as possible, I, I cook dinner for my family. And then as much as often, as many times as possible, I will give my kid his bath. Um, it gives me time to just kind of connect with him and, and, and see things. I mean, he's 18 months old. It's a whole new world for him. Right. So it's one of those things where I could be like, this kid is so cute and this kid is so adorable. And it's something that I made that I actually, he actually is my baby that I can kind of just like relax and be like, this is, this is awesome. Awesome, man. Now boil this thing down for us. What is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about just diving in and succeeding as an entrepreneur like you have, Justin? Have I have I succeeded as an entrepreneur? <laughs> there you go. I love this, man. Expand on that. So what is the definition of your success, I guess, right? Uh yeah, that's I think that's a good question is it, it but I can't define that because everyone's everyone's 
definition for success is going to be dependent on themselves. I always said, um, I'm the only normal one. Everyone else around me is weird. And <laughs> if you say that the exact same way I just said it, you'll realize that you're the normal one and everyone around you is weird. It's the same thing. For me to be successful in entrepreneurship, I have my list of goals, right? I have my vision statement. It's on my wall right behind me of things that I want to accomplish. If I don't accomplish them, am I successful? Yes, because virtual computers is in business for eight years, which is, for a small business, amazing because most businesses fail after two. Autrive has been in business for five years. Aces is going on its third year. So I am successful in incremental ways for each one of these things. And while I might not be successful, like on my list, it says open a hotel casino in Las Vegas. And that might just be a pipe dream. But if you go to the escar.com, that website's been up since 1997. Um, just because I haven't opened it doesn't mean I'm not successful, right? So those small wins and going back to the love to win, hate to lose thing, those small wins is what people should be using as a way to build from their success, one small step at a time. Good stuff, man. Now, you've got a lot going on, man. You've got a book, you've got a podcast, you're speaking, coaching, a, you've got a list of successful businesses, and obviously that ACES conference. If people want to learn more about you, your businesses, and everything that you're doing, Justin, how can they find you? Just go to my website, justinescar.com. Everything is there. Um, I respond to every email personally. Uh, all my contact information, Twitter at Justin Escar, Facebook at Justin, everything is just at Justin Escar. I try to make it really, really simple. And um, for your listeners, if anybody wants, you know, a quick 15, 30 minute call to help with their business, I'm open to doing a free 15, 30 minute call for anyone who's listening. Awesome, man. That's very generous. I hope the Small Business Society takes you up on that, and we'll be sure to link it up in your show notes page. This has been great, man. Thank you so much for joining me today on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. Yeah, thanks, Rob. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need, and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today. 